0: Welcome to the Ongoing Story of the Bible, Season 5. A King and a Kingdom David's youngest son, Solomon, is Israel's third king, and he establishes and builds his kingdom. He sacrifices to God at Gibeon, and in a dream, God asks what Solomon would like for him to give him. Solomon answers, he would like wisdom, and in return, God gives him abundance in every area of his life. Episode 7 True love reigns. At court, Solomon is brought the case of two mothers who say that one baby is theirs. Both women work as prostitutes and live in the same house. Solomon's solution is to divide the baby in two. Now the true mother relinquishes her child in order to save its life. Now Solomon establishes 12 administrative districts separate to his tribal ones. Each district has to provide slave labor for one month each year for Solomon's kingdom's building projects. Now 50 miles north of Jerusalem in the hill country of Ephraim, Solomon has vineyards. He rents them to a Shulamite, meaning perfect or peaceful one. The Shulamite woman has two sons and three daughters. The youngest daughter is very beautiful and works hard pruning vines and setting traps for foxes. While working one day, a young man meets her and compliments her and she's embarrassed. Thinking he is also a shepherd, she asks him about his flocks, but instead he replies with tender words. They keep meeting together, and he speaks of love and a future together. Then one day he has to go away. The Shulamite girl stops thinking about him and dreams that he were near and would return. Now Israel undergoes massive building and fortification projects. Solomon drafts 30,000 men as forced labor from enemy tribes. 80,000 quarry stone and 70,000 transport it. All the stones for the temple are cut off site. Now Solomon makes a treaty with King Haram of Tyre, who supplies building materials. Then he gives Haram 20 towns in Galilee. King Haram also sends experienced sailors to help Solomon establish a fleet of ships. Now King Solomon returns to his vineyards in the mountains, this time in royal style. The farm girl realizes that the man she has fallen in love with is none other than her king. Now Solomon takes the love of his life in marriage and Solomon builds the temple of his father David's dreams. The finest craftsmen and materials are selected for the project. 480 years after the Hebrew people have left Egypt, the work on their temple for their God Yahweh begins. Seven years later, The temple is finished, and Solomon inaugurates it with 14 days of festivities. Mass animal sacrifices are made, and Solomon gives honor to God for keeping his promises. The Ark of the Covenant is carried by the priests from Zion, David's city, to the temple. And, as it is installed and the priests leave, God's presence arrives, as it had done with Moses in the tabernacle tent in the wilderness. God's presence arrives in light and cloud. Then Solomon addresses the people. He prays to God and offers sacrifices for seven days. After the ceremonies, God appears to Solomon, renewing his promise to bless him. But God warns that the temple will become a pile of ruins if Israel should worship other gods. As predicted through the late prophet Samuel, their kingdom costs the people of Israel on many levels. Solomon appoints an official to supervise labour, Jeroboam, meaning the people contend. He also sells 20 of the northern towns to fund his building projects. Meanwhile, the people and the province of Judah in the south remain untaxed. Solomon has everything, yet he desires more at the expense of others. His motives change in the story from the first beginning to being thankful for God to an attitude of entitlement. As Solomon's heart turns from God, so does his heart turn toward Israel and even his own life. He takes 700 wives and 300 concubines. He's even married to a princess of Egypt, Israel's old captors. Yet the story shows that both his enemies are also married to Egyptian royalty. Solomon ends his life on a political level footing with his enemies. He has begun his reign with the advantage of a relationship with God. Yet he chooses to reject this relationship in favour of his own knowledge, power and provision. You can read the story in the book of 1 Kings chapter 11 and in the book of the Song of Songs. The Bible Library is a bit like viewing the world from space and then zooming in to a specific location. You can find connections and references across interwoven books of history, poetry, wisdom, lore and other writings spanning time and space. The theme of romance threads throughout the Bible. The Song of Songs is the most graphic celebration of romance. Yet contrasted to this tale as Solomon's many marriages for political or ambitious gain. The book The Song of Songs shows his heart when love took his emotions beyond wealth and title. Yet the stories recorded of his life in the books of Kings and Chronicles show a man who is becoming dissatisfied. Solomon's wisdom is attributed to be recorded in the writings of the book of Proverbs. But in a later edition, book of Ecclesiastes, his tone has shifted to become dour and depressed. Listen in for the next installment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.